Thank you for the parquet courts. I'm going to give them a good listen on Saturday. Nicole's got an extra day of work, so I shall give that playlist you sent over a bit of a good listen. Are they a good band? I've hit a couple of tracks by them. I, I really like them. They're like a almost like an old-timey um, garage band, but with all sorts right. of interesting things to say. And Yeah, they, they, I, I really like them. Um, cool. and they're absolutely stonking turn live as well. So I, I, I You saw them, them here, didn't you? Saw them at the music box at uh, start last year. That's right. So you were saying about uh, RK Fire? Yeah, they, they posted their uh, 15, 15 seconds of music today in the studio. So right. they're back yeah. in the studio, which is always exciting for me because they're one of my favorite bands. So. Ford versus Ferrari, really good film. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, it won all of the kind of technical awards, didn't it? At the yeah. Like all the sound editing and stuff. So it's meant to be really well put together. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good movie. It was enjoyable. Two and a half hours went pretty quick. So yeah. that's right. probably the best. Um, review i can give it so yeah you didn't waste two and a half hours that's yeah no how are you doing my friend good yeah 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 i've come off the back of like two epic um video chats with people from the uk like one was like four hours the other was like five hours it was just sort of absolute yeah everyone was uh, it was nice to see people i haven't seen for, for donkey's years so that was good for sure yeah that's great all right should we get cracking now Once again, listener, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined um, over the miracle of the internet by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? Very good, Paul. Thanks for asking. Um, miracle of the internet. I thought we were sitting in the bar, my friend. Well, that's it. Um, but socially, we are at the opposite ends of the bar, I think, are we? Or not, not quite. Good point. Good point, well made. I'm, yeah, I'm not in the bathroom, but yeah, I'm in the bar. With you. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, just to kind of, you know, maintain social distancing. It's important. Yeah. Important indeed. As well, as you know, there are no games. I think even the, um, the Belarusian um, league has been forced to suspend, hasn't it, this time? So um, we don't even have Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely Damn. Right. But we'll continue with our uh, random questions, dig out the, the randomizer, and because again, we've been having nice feedback from that, so yeah, people are, are enjoying good, it. Good. Just uh, hit on some of the things that have happened uh, regarding um, what's going on right now in all the different leagues, and yeah, and then <laughs> we'll, we'll leave you alone, I think. So yeah, if everyone's all right, that, we'll, we'll get cracking with it, really. Um, I, you, you saw that uh, Liverpool rolled, rolled back their decision to, uh, furlough, the, uh, to furlough their non-playing staff. Um, I did see that, yeah. Good, good, good stuff from them, actually. Yeah. Um, should yeah. never have made that decision in the first place. Not a clever that stature. But I did read the amusing one with Tottenham with Daniel Levy that he's trying to get the ground staff to come and mow his lawn at his house now. So whether they can get over the moat or not, I don't know. But um, yeah. wow. Shameless, isn't it? Wow. Absolutely. Shameless. And then there was also the case of Jose Mourinho with um, Endumbelli and Sashinon and Sanchez trading in the park. Yeah. Not the training facility, the park. Yeah. So they've been ticked off by the police, apparently. Yeah, what an odd thing to do. I didn't say that. But, uh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> Why is it always my club? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was interesting I, with the furlough stuff as well, though, that um, I heard Gary Neville being interviewed about his his club at Salford City. And he reckoned that he, he would have, if he'd done that, he would have saved the club something like 350 thousand pounds um, right 
just by ticking them off uh, the books. But he had the thought of, actually, I'm Gary Neville, and my pals are David Beckham, Ryan Giggs, and the rest of them. All. So that's just going to look terrible if we're kind of lumping on getting rid of uh, people that we... Right. So, yeah, so they ended up not doing that. And so it, it's Good. a credit. 350,000 in League Two is uh, it's a big deal, isn't it? So Yeah, 100%. But I'm looking at a lot of clubs at the moment, and there's a lot of clubs who are saying, if we don't get football soon, even clubs like Leeds United, and they're saying, mm-hmm. we need them gate receipts now. Yeah, and Burnley are it's going to be a worrying time, I think. Burnley are one, aren't they, that have said that they, they're yeah. going to go broke at some point or other here. So, but it's not it's not the same for everybody, really, I'm afraid. I don't know what Well, yeah, let's, let's live in the real world as well. None of us are getting paid much at the moment. <laughs> no, indeed. So, yeah. I also... Maybe I can mow his lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, enough, enough. <laughs> I have a very reasonable early and I will do it, no problem. So yeah. yeah right on. <laughs> I have watched the first five episodes of six from uh, of the uh, English game. Um yeah, it's pretty harrowing, isn't it? I, I was a kind of uh, Right. <laughs> yeah, wasn't expecting it really. I had to no. halfway through. Like, come on, Arch, you can you can get through this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a half-time. That's how much we're missing the game at the moment, though, man. I had a half-time chat with myself, saying, "Okay, cool." Yeah. <laughs> but did you see what I meant about the goalkeeping? Oh yeah, the goalkeeping is absolutely. Wild. Jesus, we we <laughs> can get it in there, Paul. You know, let's get a time machine. We'll be famous. And that bloke was the in charge of the FA. He was the the guy that was yeah. He was right. Terrible at goalkeeping. So yeah. I know, right? Robbing <laughs> a living. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, I've got my, I'm going to watch the final episode uh, at some point today. But uh, yeah, no, nope, nice one. Killed a few a few hours, and uh, yeah, I'm glad I did. Good stuff. All right, shall we uh, fire up the randomizer? I have brought it in with me this time, so that's good. I, good man. Yeah, I, I apologize <laughs> for, uh, for not that out last time. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's give it a whirl. All right, and the number generated is number 11. So question number, number. 11 on, uh, on your hymn uh, sheets, if you're playing along at home. <laughs> okay, yeah, ever seen a footballer out and about doing ordinary things? I only have one story. Okay. And I was watching Tottenham away at Nottingham Forest back in the days of Teddy. It was when Spurs came back in an FA Cup game at Southampton, 2-0 down, Rocket Ronnie Rosenthal hit on hat trick, we won 6-2. The following Saturday, after the Wednesday, this was a replay of the FA Cup game. We went to Nottingham Forest. There was about 3,000 of us in the away end at the city ground. Had a ball. We drew the game 2-2. But everybody was in really good fine fettle from the 6-2 win at Southampton in midweek. Anyway, leave the ground, 2-2 game. Driving home, my friend in the car goes to me. That's the Tottenham Hotspur players coach. So we overtook it. We're waving. There's Teddy Sheridan, Colin Calderwood, Paul Walsh. You know, they're all there. Do you know what I mean? Rocket Ronnie. We were waving, and they were all waving back to us. It was great. So we slowed down and let the, the coach overtake us. <laughs> there we were, waving out the windows again. They all waved back. Then we overtook them again. Wave it. No, they didn't wave the third time. Even Teddy Sheridan was like this, <laughs> covering his head. Yeah, I think we looked a bit stalkerish, but yeah, that's the. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty mundane. Just waving on a coach. Yeah, so that's definitely. Yeah. I used to share a, um, a grocery store with uh, David Beckham. So when he was playing for United, he used to live in wow. He used to live in well Winslow, kind of um, Alderley Edge kind of way. And so he would go to the big old Marks and Spencers that was just around the corner from from where I lived in Hanford, which was the the scummy end of uh, of, uh, <laughs> of Winslow. Still very nice, but uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, 
But yes, I often would see David Beckham getting his uh, loaf of bread and uh, carton of milk, and yeah, and honestly, he, he was always really good with whoever came up and like took photographs and all that kind of thing, getting autographs and things. Did you do that? I did not do that, no, because you know we, we were sharing a we we're sharing a, a grocery store, you know, it's me and me and Dave. <laughs> Doing ordinary things, we just, you know, so he, he doesn't need that either, does he? So. Well, fair play to you. <laughs> no, I mean, I could have obviously licked his face, but uh, I chose. <laughs> <not to. laughs> Brilliant. Uh, all right, let's see what the randomizer determines. Okay, this is question seven. Best feeling you've ever had at a match? I think I mentioned before the, the great goal that um, Okocha scored against West Ham. That gave us a 1-0 win against them in a, in a uh, re relegation game. I, I think that feeling at the final whistle was absolutely just, just wonderful, just to be able to kind of think, I think we might have done it there, you know, kind of like, it was absolutely, it was such a tense game and uh, it was just such a euphoric, like, oh, God, that could have gone so much worse than it actually has, which, you know, as a Bolton fan, you absolutely yeah. take, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, that's probably one. And also the the, uh, the playoff final, uh, when we beat Preston. Again, we beat them 3 nothing at, at the Millennium Stadium, and Bolton never beat anybody like that in crucial games like that so comfortably, knowing that you're going to play in the, the Premier League next year was just fantastic too, so... Gee, best feeling, I think yeah, that's really cool, by the way. Mine, yeah, obviously the big ones like your FA Cup wins, your semi-final wins, they're great Tell moments. Yeah. <laughs> but I was remembering, <laughs> they're not bad moments, I should say. <laughs> well, I'm not used to too much of it, but yeah, um, I think one of my greatest memories at a game was New Year's Day. It would have been 98, 99, something like that, 97. I can't remember the exact year, but we were playing Manchester United at White Hart Lane on New Year's Day. And I remember it was an eight o'clock kickoff. It was on Sky Sports. But I remember having this horrendous hangover, obviously New Year's Day. I was a lot younger. I was out partying all night. Had my ticket. Because it's so much different these party. days, by the way, isn't it? Yeah. A... Well, of course, yeah, yeah. Shut <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm in bed by 10 now. Anyway, oh, night time 10. I hummed an hour of them about going to the game. And I did eventually go. Had a couple of ciders before the game. Felt a little bit better. We went 1-0 down. I was like, oh, here we bloody go. But we ended up winning the game 4-1. And the atmosphere in the ground. They had the jumbotron screens at the time behind the goals. I don't know if you remember the big screen. And they showed Schmeichel's face and straight away showed Alex Ferguson's face. Big on the screen, opposite. And I remember the whole members end, the North Stand, completely erupted and just giving so much fun abuse to Manchester United because they were 4-1 down at the time. And United were pretty decent back then. Right. I think this is the year we had like Chris Armstrong playing up front for us. So we, we were pretty... Lightweight up front. Right. So to be beating United 4-1, the atmosphere under the floodlights, that was a pretty good feeling. I'm so glad I went to that game. You know, not an important game, I should say. We support clubs where we, we go in hope rather than expectation. And so, yeah. yeah. Kind of things like that. Don't well, I remember being in the pub beforehand with a couple of ciders, looking at the team sheet on the back of the programme back then, because somebody had marked it for me. And um, you were like, well, we'll get nothing out of this game tonight. <laughs> we'll be lucky to get a 2-2 two, two draw. <laughs> so to beat them 4-1, it was, yeah, it was pretty exciting. The uh, Somalians here. Sorry. Is here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chin chin. Wow. <laughs> this is service. For, oh, for listeners, cheese had... and ham as well, so that's rather nice. Yeah. <laughs> for listeners, there's a cheese plate as well arrived. Good lord. Yeah, this well, is... obviously, with Spurs going on, I have my cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> a home from home. Only you could say that, Paul. You rotter. Anyway. <laughs>
Wow, such decadence. Ridiculous. Where's the prawn sandwiches, eh? <laughs> I think Roy Keane's bringing them around the back. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, man of the people, uh, Rodney Styles here. Kind of. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let the me cake. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, I'm, I've just got a scruffy old beer and a cup of tea here. Should we uh, uh, randomise Please do. So it's requested number six. The, <laughs> your own greatest moment on a football field. So playing against Gary McAllister. Oh, really? Right. Against Leicester City. Right. At HMP Stocken for the okay. prison officers' prisoner team. It was a charity game, and yeah, I played against Steve. I always remember the goalkeeper's name. I, I can never say it. He used to play for Coventry. Stephen Grzovich. Thank you. He was in goal. Is he really? And Gary McAllister was just before he signed for Leeds from Leicester City. Wow. Was on the pitch as well. That's fantastic. I think before we get their lawyers involved, they weren't in the prison. Like No, it was a charity game in Leicestershire, Stockham Prison. Yeah, forget the year. It would have been around the mid-80s, 86, 87, probably 86, something like that. In fact, it would have been 85, 86. My memory's terrible. But yeah, it would have been around that time. But yeah, just before Gary McAllister, it was the summer he signed for Leeds. And Grzovic was playing for Coventry at the time? I'm sure he, I'm sure, I'm sure he was playing for Leicester at the time, yeah. Oh, Leicester, OK. Yeah, because I believe he was in goal. In the final? 87 Cup final, yeah. yeah. So, because they've been running that bloody story of the 87 Cup final twice on Talks Four on two separate shows this week. And both times I've been tuned in. And I'm like, really? <laughs> that's how lucky I am this week. But yeah, that's, that's probably my favourite story on a field. Apart right. from all the wonderful goals I scored. I, I mean, I didn't have particularly a glorious uh, kind of career, I have to say. But um, And I played, and my pal Charlie uh, will back me up on this, one of the worst pri primary school teams of all time, I would have said. Uh, luckily, though, one uh, we, we never won, and then I think our final ever game before Paul and I left uh, to go to high school. Bonus on a shale pitch, so he weren't even like like low boots on this thing. It was on, so he had to wear trainers. Yeah, Bo Bonus were worse than us. So and we uh, we beat them, and I scored an absolute worldy. I dribbled the ball from the halfway line. Tucked it bottom right hand corner, absolutely beautiful goal. <laughs> and <laughs> I can see it in my own mind, like right now. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and, and we won. And I, I remember our head teacher, who was our coach as well, just kind of like shaking his head, like as they're all lined up to get back in the minibus. Like, I can't believe it. We, we won. We can't, he's like, I can't believe it. <laughs> we went ahead and won a game. Absolutely thrown today every single week. But, uh, yeah, we actually beat Bonessi. who must have been absolutely bobbins. Um, yeah, Brilliant. so that was my great small <laughs> My Maisie run. There you go. Um, I love it. Indeed so. All right. To the randomizer then. And number 13 is favourite commentators, past and present. So people calling the games, either the actual commentators themselves or summarisers, people that you... Uh, love to listen to you, maybe growing up and maybe to yeah. enjoy listening to you right now. Well, John Motson was always a great one, wasn't he? I mean, we could have a talk about this one. I mean, this is, that's who we grew up with, John Motson. There was Brian Moore. I think he was on the ITV Big Match. Yeah, Brian Am Moore. Right saying yeah. Such authority in his voice. It's like, yeah. It's up for grabs now, <laughs> and all that. Yeah, really <laughs> Totally. <laughs> I mean, later days, really, when I was like in my, like the 90s, I suppose, early 90s. Danny Baker, who was on Capital Sport at the time. Right. So he used to have London games. And I'd never heard quite a commentator like him who was so... <laughs> yeah. Almost I, like somebody in the crowd. I suspect he might be quite offended that you call him a commentator, really. I think he was always just kind of like a fan who would, like, 
make yeah. comments, I suppose, if that makes any sense. But uh, yeah, I think we're channeling our uh, inner Danny Bakers right now with these sorts of questions, I, I hope. Yes, totally. He, he was always good value. But he was such he was good value. I used to really enjoy tuning into Capital Gold on a on a Saturday afternoon and just enjoyed his commentary, whatever game it was. To be fair, when I was working, and um, he made me happy. He was he was fun. He was you know what I mean. He'd come out with some great one liners. When Tony Adams scored in the second semi final at Wembley FA Cup against Spurs, it was a one 0 win. Tony Adams got the goal, and he was always known as the donkey. Yeah. And I think Danny Baker could come out with a line. He or he or he always does that. You know yeah. what I mean? Scores the goal again. It was. Yeah, I think that. Well, yeah, I, th I think that was a way of Tony Adams kind of owning that as well, wasn't it? That uh, yeah, people like Danny Baker were sort of pioneers in the idea of it being for the fans and not just. Footballers talking about football. It was it was the first of the fans talking about football. Yeah, and I think yeah. that from that we also get things like uh, the fancy football league as well, which was became yeah. less and less about the football, but more about just actual things surrounding it. You know, the cult of it all, the fun of it all, the the bloopers yeah. of it all. Mm -hmm. You know, the the madness of it. What we do every week. You know what I mean? I always say to people behind, you know, at the bar when I'm working. Like, especially Arsenal fans, Villa fans, you know, we Tottenham fans, we've had a particularly bad season, a lot of us. And it's like, we chose this life. <laughs> you know, we've been, I've been doing it for like 40 years now. And it's like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was a normal hobby, you'd put it over there, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know? But yeah, we chose this life. So anything that brings the happiness and the madness of it out makes me, makes me happy. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. You'll have to tell me about that, though, being a Bolton fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I've got a few. Um, it's kind of something that I, I'm interested in, like from previous eras. Um, and he's sadly no longer with us. Um, Peter Brackley, uh, who yep. used to commentate on the uh, probably most famous for commentating on the Italian football on Channel Four. Him and Butch Wilkins together, I thought were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was like very sort of light, engaged you as a, a listener, and like his like voice. And the, the 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 names of the players that he could pronounce like Bajo and all that kind of like, just <laughs> lovely, absolutely lovely. I, I I'm a big fan of uh, Clive Tildesley as well. I think uh, yeah, like his good uh, show. Uh, yeah, his commentaries and John Champion like the, yep. he does the uh, MLS for um, ESPN these days and uh, yeah, I, I kind of somehow feel he's a little bit wasted on there, but he's fantastic. I really like John Champion and uh, also Ian Dark. Ian Dark, although I probably prefer him on his boxing comments commentaries, but he's a totally yeah. I think those totally. no good shouts. Yeah, once more to the uh, um, randomizer, and then yeah, I insist, old boy, chop away. Okay, and it's gone with number two. If you could have scored any goal, I was always a big fan of those goals that uh, Paul Scholes smashed yeah. in from corners on the volley. I think yeah. That, that's definitely up there for, uh, for, yeah, those ones outside the box. Corner swings over and absolutely lamps it home from like 25, 30 yards out. I'll, I'd take one of those, I think. You know, if I could have scored any one goal, I think it's going to be a pretty... And I, it, it pains me to say it because it's going to be bloody Wayne Rooney. All right, OK. I think I know... I love the scissor kick he did against Manchester City to win the derby. Oh, OK. Yeah. And the feeling he must have had from scoring that goal. Yeah. The way he's... I'm a, I'm a big fan of the scissor kick. Gareth Bale's the other one in the, in the Champions League final. Uh -huh. To come off the bench and literally two minutes... I think it was like two or three minutes later, score that goal. <laughs> I mean, 
I thought when you said about Wayne Rooney there, I thought you were going to say because there's one goal when he, I think he just joined United <laughs> and he was moaning at the referee, wasn't he, about something that had not been given. And he's still moaning, still moaning, still moaning. And the ball goes to him and just absolutely smashes it home. Don't see, like, for <laughs> top bin. And, like, okay, right. <laughs> All was forgiven. Best goal from Bolton that I would have loved to have scored is the Frank Worthington, uh, where he's playing keepy uppy on the edge of the box. I think this is against Ipswich. And he kind of lobs it over his own head. All the defenders sort of like fall for what he was doing and just uh, like nice little tidy finish in the bottom corner, uh, which is a great goal. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of collate all of these things and hopefully link to them on, on yeah. the are available. So, yeah. Well, now you've said that as well, I'm thinking Gaza for England against Scotland. Mm-hmm. If that could have been me, the celebration, yeah. <laughs> the dentist chair and everything. Funny enough, Gary McAllister missed the penalty in that game. I scored a penalty against Gary McAllister's Leicester team for the prison team. We lost 7-1. So they... <laughs> I'm better than Gary McAllister. It's not just thrown together this. There's an art to this podcast. <laughs> How we get there, we don't know. Um, I just wanted to mention again that uh, the, we're going to have the trivia night once again online at the San Diego... EPL supporters group page uh, there'll be a link posted there when the stream goes live and uh, yeah more and more people are showing up and, and doing that and enjoying it so uh, yeah Paul and, and Marissa do a great job of uh, putting that together uh, it's yeah just a bit of a laugh and uh, yeah that'll start at seven o'clock on Saturday excellent um, I'm not going to say I'll be there because I always like you so <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> I don't want to be accused of lying anymore in my life um, all right, we'll, we'll round up there and get in contact. If you have any questions, uh, suggestions for uh, future talking points, we'd love to hear from you. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot on social media, including TikTok. I've still not done anything about TikTok, by the way. I just can't, I can't bring myself to do it. Spotify, iTunes and Google Play uh, for all your previous podcast needs. And thank you for those people that have already uh, rated and subscribed and reviewed. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, tell your friends. Thank you to my pal David Sankster uh, for our theme tune and the outro that you've here. Give my follow on at one in twenty Parkinson's. Usually, I would say wherever you watch your football, make sure that you appreciate your bartenders. But uh, there is, I have been linking to where you can find people's Venmos to, uh, to support them during this uh, weird time. And uh, yeah, I think that's just about it. Thank you, dear listener. And uh, yeah, let's try and do this again next Thursday. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Stop.